This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, you've likely heard that as you get older, you don't need as much sleep. But is that true? Or is it that we do need the same amount of sleep, but we just can't get that quality sleep? anymore. Well, some new research out of the University of California, Berkeley, is shining a light on this. And Bryce Mander is with the university in the neuroscience department, and he joins us on the line now. Bryce, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for joining us. It's something that I know affects a lot of people, the question of good sleep versus bad sleep. How much sleep do we need? Uh, so how do you respond when we when we hear that, that the older you get, the less sleep you might need? Well, that's actually something that's being debated in the sleep research field right now, actually. Uh, do older people need less sleep or do they just is their brain somehow less capable of producing the sleep that they need? And it turns out that sleep changes in a lot of different ways as you get older. Uh, And you may sleep a little bit less, but what's more striking is the quality of the sleep itself changes rather dramatically. Uh, And it doesn't change the same in every older person, but typically uh, the quality of sleep that you get is reduced to such a degree that other sort of outcome measures like memory or just health measures or mood measures tend to be related to the quality of sleep you get as you get older. So... Though you may sleep less, the the poorer the quality of sleep you get, the worse these other outcome measures tend to be. So because of that, we think that it's more complicated than just you need less sleep. And so what's happening to our brains as we get older that we're not allowed or we're not able to get that higher level of sleep? Right. Well, there's a lot of different things that are happening. So certain parts of your brain, like the frontal lobe, which is generally associated with a lot of um, functions while you're awake, uh, that have to do with, you know, choosing the right behavior in the right context, or even also processing memories or paying attention. Uh, that tends to shrink as you get older, and the more it shrinks, um, the less uh, rich your sleep is in these deep rhythms that are associated with these other functions during the day. Uh, in addition to that, just um, the, the chemical signals that your individual cells are giving off when they're very, very active, um, usually associated with you being tired, uh, called adenosine, uh, tends to build up actually to a greater degree when you're older. Uh, but those cells, those same cells, uh, they have fewer receptors sensitive to it. It's almost, it's almost like your ability to, it's almost like your ability to tell how tired you are is being eroded as well. And that impacts how deep your sleep can be. Uh, in addition to that, different uh, parts of your brain, uh, in kind of the older parts of your brain, in your brainstem and your hypothalamus, uh, tend to also shrink. And those particular areas that shrink happen to be areas that control your ability to sleep, to stay asleep in a consolidated fashion. Uh, and so all of those changes are happening, and all those changes are related to how good the quality of sleep you're getting is. And so because all these changes are happening, the brain is, appears less able to produce that sleep or even sense that your body is tired enough. Uh, it's almost kind of like those cells are getting a little bit more deaf as you get older. <laughs> and what are the risks of that of, other than, than walking around and maybe being tired or, or feeling worn out? Are there other health, health risks as well in not getting that deep sleep? Uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, that deep sleep is associated with a lot of different functions. So how able you are to remember things, um, your ability to get deep restorative sleep to kind of support immune function or metabolic function, those are all related. So 
And now I don't want to make everybody scared about not getting enough sleep as they get older um, because there's a real wide variability. Some older individuals can really actually still put in that, that deep sleep time that they need. And so what we're trying to understand is what makes someone different, you know, what it predicts who is able to get that deep sleep and who isn't. Uh, and there's a lot of different factors that are, that are predicting that. These changes in the brain are one of them. Another, another factor is what gender you are. Uh, men in my age group, uh, you know, mid to late 30s, tend to start losing that sleep, uh, deep sleep, much faster than women do. Uh, and so we're trying to understand, you know, why that might be and uh, what we could do about it. And what about outside factors uh, such as diet and exercise? Oh, those are critical. Uh, and just like um, these other health conditions, you know, if, you're, if you have a health condition, that can disrupt your sleep. But if you're, you, you have a healthy diet and you exercise uh, regularly, uh, your deep sleep tends to be better and it tends to be higher. And what's something that's really interesting about that is that um, there's this relationship in the research that shows that older adults that, you know, have healthy exercise habits tend to have better cognition and tend to have a slower cognitive decline as they get older. And recent work in the last few years has shown that one of the mediating factors, one of the reasons why there's a link between exercise and cognitive health in the brain is because that exercise enhances deep sleep. And, how, and does it do that and it, it stops the, the, the degenerating of what we need for, for deep sleep? Or does it, does it exercise your physical exercise? Does it also exercise the brain? Uh, it seems to exercise the brain. It seems, it seems to enhance the type of sleep that's relevant for processing uh, these cognitive functions and, and restoring those cognitive functions in the brain. So it seems to be an active process. But it, this is a really new uh, you know, research uh, finding, a really new relationship that's been uncovered. So a lot more work needs to be done before we can really truly understand whether it's impacting the, those sleepy brain areas degenerating or not. Uh, do, do you find, too, and I know you've been looking at this, and, and specifically kind of the older we get and the sleep we need, do, do people resign themselves to the fact of, oh, I'm just, I'm not a good sleeper, or I, I, I wake up a lot during the night without realizing that maybe there are things that you can do to help that? Yeah, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot, there's a lot of this view of, oh, my sleep is too bad, so there's nothing I can do about it. And that's actually not true. Uh, living a healthy lifestyle is important, and having healthy sleep habits is really is really part of that. Um, in addition to that, there's uh, an increased risk to have sleep disorders as you get older, uh, like insomnia or something called sleep apnea. And sleep apnea is a condition where you stop breathing at night intermittently and repeatedly. Well, it turns out those two conditions increase your risk for things like dementia, but that if you get them treated, that actually reduces your risk. So it's really important to actually tackle those sleep problems. Talk to your doctor about any sleep problems because if they can help you out, then you can sleep better and your risk for these conditions can go down. And how do people know how much sleep you need? Well, the typical recommendation for an older adult is, you know, between, I would say, six and a half to eight and a half hours a night. For a young adult, it's typically uh, seven to nine hours a night. That's, That's the typical recommendation. For an adolescent, it's... Um, typically eight and a half to nine and a half hours a night. So trying to get your good amount of sleep is good. Um, but often you may know you have a sleep problem just because you, you're not feeling restored during the day. You're not feeling able to concentrate as well. And, uh, you know, what you'd have to do is you have to go in and talk to your doctor about it, and they, they could do some tests or ask you some questions. And, and, you know, they can say, well, it looks like you've got apnea, or, oh, you've got insomnia, or, oh, your sleep is just fine. 
And so a lot of these you need to, it's a conversation with your doctor. And you mentioned, too, the research is still uh, early. There's still a lot more we can learn about this. Is oh, there, absolutely. Yeah, how, how, how much do you think, or, or is, is it, have we even kind of scratched the surface when figuring out how sleep really plays a role in the rest of our lives? Yeah, it really, really just, just at the beginning of this research. Now, there hasn't been a single organ system in the body that hasn't proved uh, to be dependent on sleep in some way and is, it hasn't been harmed by sleep loss. So it's a real central and fundamental pillar of, of health. And it's something too. Do we tend to take it for granted in that we, we all sleep, we all do it, but we don't really pay a lot of attention to it? Right. Well, and also you don't prioritize it as much. And so if you have a lot of social obligations um, or your work is a little bit late and, or, you know, you have to take care of the family or you have all these chores to do, the first thing that people do is they restrict their sleep. They, they curtail it. They cut it down. And there's real consequences to that uh, that are born over the long term. You know, you know, people think, oh, I'll just catch up some other day and they never get around to it, right? Uh, and then they end up, ha- you know, being sleepy all the time, and and that can have real consequences. Uh, interesting findings, uh, Bryce Smander. Thank you so much for joining us to talk to us a bit more about this today. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me on. All right, have a good day. You too. That is uh, Bryce Mander. He is with the University of California, Berkeley, in the neuroscience department, uh, taking a look at sleep. I think we do. And uh, especially if you work shift work or like Bryce said, we tend to put sleep on the back burner and not to realize just how important, how imperative it is to having a healthy life and to just feeling good about ourselves and feeling good physically. So there we are. Some new research uh, talking about sleep. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.